Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast. My name is Clay, and co-hosting alongside me is Nick the Stick. Feeling a little bit better this week. Much. Much, much Did you better. say your name was Clay? No, I said it was Clay. My name is Clay. I didn't, I didn't say my nickname, though, so that might have thrown you off. Yeah, that did throw me off. Yeah, I usually Clay say that. with me. Yeah, sorry. I know you're still getting over your your sickness. You're yeah. you're down with just, the sickness. So wah, ah, ah. <laughs> it was just it was just the man flu, as my man. wife likes to say. Man flu. But yeah, just didn't didn't feel good. No. But better now. Yeah. For the most part, and um, yeah. How about? Uh, how about you? Did you get to uh, watch any of the tournament this weekend? Yeah, I watched a bit of a tournament, um, at least on on Sunday. I watched a little bit on Saturday, although Saturday was a little rough for me. Um, so I kind of <laughs> kind of laid a little bit low. Uh, but Sunday I was, I was paying attention. I mean, to be fair, though, first three rounds of the Honda was, uh, I mean, it was looking like a blowout for a while. Yeah, like it. It looked like you know why? Why even pay attention? Burger's running away with this. Yeah, uneventful. Yeah, un, not very dramatic. Yeah, but it got dramatic. It surely did. But uh, before we talk about the Honda, we gotta we gotta talk about what we missed last week. With yeah, with rewind you being, it. With keep, you being sick. Yeah, we gotta rewind. Uh, the Genesis Invitational. Start with that. Uh, our picks for that because. That was the last time we did picks. Um, I uh, I did well again. Had my main guy was Colin Morikawa and uh, second place. Had a good uh, good tournament. Um, yeah, real good. Yeah, almost uh, almost as good as Joaquin. Yeah, he he really played well. I mean, that's a tough course and tough uh, field, and he yeah really came through uh, yeah put together four good days and um i think that uh i mean he's been hanging around leaderboards for quite some time now so yeah it's kind of interesting the the last couple winners there at riviera with with how good of a field it is yeah you know, all the big names in it you know you had adam scott which is not a small name but he's not <laughs> he's not you know what he once was is not what he was when he was winning the Masters, and um, you know he's kind of been just there on the PGA Tour for a while now. Um, yeah, but he he won there, and then last year Max Homa, you know, who's not really a big name, um, you know, and now you know Joaquin, um, you know, he gets it done. He's also not really a big name, but although he is extremely young. Um, but it's it's interesting that we don't we haven't seen at least the last couple of years 
some of the really big names win that tournament. Yeah, the superstars. Yeah. The usual suspects. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is that is rather interesting to think when you think about it, just the, the difficulty of the course and, um, you know, out on the West Coast and a lot, a lot of people live out there. Well, not as many as Florida, but and um, get these relatively young up-and-comers to come out and, and play well. So, yeah, that, that's cool. I, I actually like that. Um, I like Joaquin's game. I think, I think he's solid. He's going to be around for a while. Oh, yeah. Like I say, yeah, he's only he's only 23 years old. Just got his first first win. He was the number one you know amateur in the world for a couple years there. Or whatever. I mean, he's got the game. Yeah, he's he's definitely got uh, the potential to be, you know, one of the stars of the the future. But uh, yeah. I mean, we've said that we've said that about a lot of the young guys in recent years because I mean, there are a lot there. There's a lot of good talent, young talent on the tour right now. It's it's almost like a broken record. It feels like, but like you can't. You can't not say it about a lot of these guys. Like they have that potential to be really, really good. Yeah, there's just a ton of good players for sure. Uh, it's a very deep world golf ranking. I mean, just murders row of guys that can shoot lights out any given weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joaquin is. Joaquin was up to twentieth in the world, hovering right at twenty-one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, you gotta, every, a lot of fields are just really deep. And that's why, even come Sunday, I mean, there's no one's gonna give it to you. You gotta go out and put together good, solid rounds on Sunday to, to, uh, get it done, have a chance. Yeah. I mean, like Morikawa made a push there, another, young kid who's won you know a major <laughs> and uh like yeah he, he made a push there couldn't quite couldn't quite make the uh the putt on 18 to force a playoff but um mm-hmm. but yeah just he made Joaquin uh he, he made him win it that's for sure yeah yep yep and then uh the week off but the the pros didn't nope nope pretty much the opposite of the genesis in terms of fields a lot a lot of weaker field at the honda yeah this year um and as i as i mentioned earlier for the first three rounds it seemed like it was going to be a pretty boring tournament um the course was eating up a majority of the players but Daniel Berger was seemingly just not phased by the the course at all and was just kind of going about like it was uh, pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a couple opening, what, 63s? Yeah. Yeah, All basically up until the basically up until the 18th hole on Saturday, he was in cruise control, and then... And then he ended up ended up bogeying the the par five eighteenth for his like first bogey in the tournament. I mean, or one of the very few. Um, 
and that seems pair of sixty fives. Sorry, pair of sixty fives. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, up until the up until the eighteenth, it was it was golden, and then the eighteenth happens on Saturday. He, he gets the bogey, and I don't know if it affected him or or whatever. You know that night, you know his his lead goes from five to four. You know, going into the final round, and and I mean to be to be fair though, Daniel Berger hasn't really done all that well with the fifty-four hole lead in yeah. his in his career. He's won a couple tournaments, but never really while holding a lead going into the final round. Yeah, always come from he's one of the chasers. Yeah, so and, and they say you know I mean. I don't know. They say a lot of things, but you know, having <laughs> having a you know that big of a lead, some, some pros don't even like that. I mean, I I would always say the more the more the merrier, the more the bigger the lead, the better the chances. But I mean, that was pretty pretty significant, and obviously, it didn't work out for him. Yeah, it just Sunday was was a struggle for him. <laughs> Basically, if he shoots even par, he wins the tournament, and he ends up shooting four over. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it was his it was his to lose, and he, uh, he sure did. And then, and then Shane Lowry kind of got into the lead, and it looked like all right, he's gonna win it. And then all of a sudden, you know, Straka starts making these shots, you know, down the stretch, or at least kind of stay in contention and then makes a couple birdies and you know he's tied for lead and then he takes the lead on the you know the final hole yeah and then she, you know right as the this freaking rainstorm comes in just pouring rain no lightning at all so the play continues and uh it seemed like Shane Laurie was kind of Kind of taken back by it, like was was phased by it. You wouldn't think an Irishman would be, but he was, or he looked like it. Yeah. This is like he he. I mean, he came from under the umbrella on the AT&T and hit his ball within like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I'm not getting wet here." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he couldn't he couldn't make a birdie on eighteen to. To tie and send it into a playoff. So, the result is we get another first-time winner. Was it the like the fourth in five weeks or no? No, is it the fourth straight? First time winner. I thought working hasn't working one before. I don't. Has he? I don't remember. Um. Well, regardless, it's, I mean, a lot of first-time winners lately. <laughs> yeah. Because he has two PGA Tour wins. Oh, okay. Where did, oh, he won, yeah, he won in, like, like a November event or something like that. Uh, Some, the Greenbrier. Yeah, that's right. What, okay, yeah, so it wasn't his first, but... Yeah, that was a couple of years ago, 2019. Yeah. Um, it was his, This was his like, first like big tournament win, the Genesis, yeah. basically. Um, 
yeah, so we had what we had Luke List, then Tom Hoagie, then Scotty Shuffler, you know, all first time winners. Then Joaquin Neiman gets his second win, and then now Seb Straka gets his first win. I mean, it's quite the run PGA Tour is on <laughs> with winners. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like we said, we were just talking about it, you know, the field, it, they're, they're so deep and, you know, anyone can get hot. I mean, so just it just goes to show you, I mean, the best players are there for a reason in the world, but. Yeah, they're, they're usually at least, you know, up on the leaderboard, you know, in contention. But, you know, contention is a little bit different than actually being the one who, who wins. You got yeah. to have everything going to win that week that's just that's just so hard to do yep and then yeah everything go your way and then get a lucky break or two and mm-hmm. you know just have a putt you gotta have some putts fall gotta have you gotta have a putter that's on for sure yeah I felt bad for Burger. just just could not find any magic I wonder if it was just all nerves or I mean or if he really like felt confident and you know, it was just burning edges and couldn't just couldn't get it get it done or if it was really Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you hear what he did he have a post round conference and say anything? I'm sure he did, but I didn't hear it. Just the usual I, yeah, couldn't get any pucks to fall. It's uh, just not my day today, you know. Yeah. Just couldn't couldn't get pucks in deep, couldn't get it, you know, on net. Goalie's making saves out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, um anything else on that no like i said like pretty much it was a pretty you know pretty boring tournament up until that last day and then it got got exciting but um yeah pretty much it but uh we didn't need we didn't need it to be all that exciting because we had we had some other crazy stuff going on the past few weeks from a good old good old lefty out there yeah not uh somebody's having a having a rough go of it right now I mean just getting seems to be everything going against him but within with I don't know I think it's justified I think he kind of said some things he shouldn't have and it turned around to bite him he took uh, he took a risk. He gambled, as you know, as he does. He's a gambler out there. Yeah. Uh, you're not gonna win that. You can. You're not gonna win every hand when you gamble, and he yeah. he definitely did not win this hand. <laughs> no. No, it seems to all the other pros are just showing solidarity to the PGA Tour. I mean, I. I personally was not a fan of the Saudi tour because of some of those extracurricular things. I mean, I don't know all the details, but I don't like the Saudi, what they, some of the things they've done the last few years. Um, Well, and decades, you know, kind of some of the things that even Phil mentioned. Um, I think that's reason enough to not have, not, and, and, and and that also that with the bifurcation or the um the splitting of the tour i mean i do think it's weird that the pga tour kind of hold like 
holds their players so tightly and I mean I know why they're doing it you know for the money I mean it's not I'm not I'm not confused I don't agree with it I think players should be able to go and play different places and whatnot but ultimately well I mean they 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 can I mean like they can go and play you know over in Europe and you know play play on the whatever it's called now the DT just not join this tour hmm they just could, couldn't join this tour and or play in any events. Well, they can... I mean, no, you, you have plenty of Europeans playing. Like, like Rory goes over and does, like, a... But this tour, this whatever... Oh, this yeah, 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 the Saudi tour, the, yeah. The, the Saudi tour. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the PGA tour, sorry. No, the, the PGA tour said if anyone goes to play in here, you are lifetime banned from the PGA tour. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm... I'm guessing that was kind of a just a card they played. I don't know if they would ever would have ever done that, especially especially if it was like you know top players in the world, like like if if Bryson, they, yeah, Bryson or you know if you had like the top twenty guys in the world, I I mean this wouldn't have happened, but let's just say for you know hypothetical reasons, you have like the top twenty players you know, commit to this new tour. PGA Tour is not going to ban them from playing in events because they'll want that draw. You know, the money that that would bring in. Yeah, they were just, I mean, they were, I guess they were showing strength. Yeah, I think think PGA Tour just said that just to kind of like, hey, this is, we really don't want you to do this. I don't know if they would ever follow through on it. And so if you're a a fifth, uh, the, the 40th player in the world, you it, it very well might have bit you in the yeah, in the ass right and not and been banned um you know because again the tour is not it's not existent right now they're just they're trying to steal players but right. i mean how many you need at some point you need a certain minimum to get going like you can't just have a tour with 10 players or even 20 i mean how how competitive is that? Like, unless they are all the right. top twenty, if they're the top twenty players right now, then maybe. But even still, I mean, like, they're competing against the same twenty guys in all the tournaments, yeah. and and how many tournaments are you playing in the season? Like, yeah, like there was so many details that we don't really know. Correct. They the only thing we do is they were offering them huge sums of money. Yeah, they got a crap ton of money to throw around. We've got a couple of courses that you know would host events, but other than that, we didn't really know a whole lot. And there was, you know, rumors about like, oh, they already got like seventeen or twenty guys, you know, committed or something. But we don't know their names. We don't know if that's true. So like, yeah. it was all, yeah. He said, she said, yeah. Um, but. Then you had a lot of PGA Tour players come out and say like, "Hey, you know, we're not not doing this or whatever." And and then you had guys like uh, you know Bryson and and company. You know, they made sure to put out public you know releases <laughs> to say say that they're not actually part of the. The players who are jumping around because their names were thrown into the to the hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like one by one, you know, dominoes are falling, and then 
last guy standing is Phil Mickelson and I mean taken as he should have he's taken you know pretty much the brunt of it he's got his a couple sponsors that have at least paused their sponsorships with them um not the only one that paused was Callaway the rest of them said they were like done well we'll see yeah I they may say that but who knows if it's like a just a you know a a suspension (laughs) yeah and they take them back if things get better he did what you got to do kind of do pretty quickly and go into damage control and just uh, oh, yeah. like admit that you were wrong and take some time away and let the let the the ground or the the water right cool off right and that that's what I mean like with some of the sponsors that you know they might just be you know suspending them for now or like you know being done with them now but yeah as as the water's cool you know they might get back on to them but especially with phil who's recently you know last couple years he's really you know pr wise tried to make himself kind of the player you know of the fans right you know yeah being you know hitting bombs and getting on social media and doing stuff and making you know kind of funny videos and then yeah i think some of that's gonna turn against him a lot of fans are gonna like start well, having some comments you know yeah i mean they are they certainly are right now but you know time time heals a lot of things <laughs> you know if he lays low for a while yeah i'm not saying well, people are going to forget he's but not one of the young stars so no I mean, right he's, he's he's 50 he you know he won a major last year that was kind of big for his brand like hey i still can you know play out here i'm still i'm still phil mickelson I'm still a big yeah. time player I'm hitting bombs. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think, he'll still, I think he'll get some, a lot of anti-sentiment fans for quite a while, for a few years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, people don't forget. But, you know, how much. He, he did so He did so many good things for, you know, decades, for, right. for three decades on the on the PGA tour. And so that, that was what was shocking to me that why would he, I mean, he's obviously disgruntled at the PGA tour and the media rights. And he was trying to, he was trying to like leverage them by, you know, pumping up this other tour and it just completely just backfired. Yeah. You got, uh, I think he talk just, about your all time backfires. Talk about your all time backfires. I think, I think he really, I think he, got he got a bit greedy um i think i think the probably the dollar amounts that was thrown his way i mean everyone's got a price and you know when you got you know some serious offers on the table for you you regardless of where that money's coming from you know it it makes you think and it makes you kind of start start daydreaming a little bit you know of you know hey Maybe I could talk myself into this being something that will work, right? I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying it's. I'm not trying to make an excuse for Phil or, or you know, say that he was right at all. But like every everyone has has their price. <laughs> like if if somebody comes up to you, like you personally, Nick the Stick. Saudi's gonna offer you a hundred million dollars to play in their league, like for real. 
And I know, and I, I'm not, you know, trying to get an answer out of you or anything, but you know the the, the ethics of, you know, the regime over there. You, you know, you have that moral compass within you, and you want to do the right thing, but a hundred million dollars. No, I'm not taking it. No way. <laughs> I'm just saying, a hundred million dollars for like ten. 10 years because no, you, you missed the cut and they might kill you and your family no like, there is no cuts in this league you got there's 20 players in this you league. miss a putt they might kill you <laughs> and they'll they'll just take their money back <laughs> I mean that's it's definitely a possibility there's no, there's no rules it's definitely there. a possibility you know they kill reporters <laughs> for fun I guess I mean I guess what I'm trying to get at is like I mean, a hundred million dollars, Nick, is like for for people like you and me. Not not for Phil. Not for someone who's already a multimillionaire. But for for amateur golfers like us, someone's like, you know, I'm gonna pay you to play golf. Basically, ten ten million dollars a year for the next ten years. For say. 10 events a year you know and you don't have to work another day in your life guaranteed money you get to play golf some great courses I know I know you said you wouldn't do it and I I respect that but I think I think there's a lot of people out there who would seriously question or seriously consider that offer Maybe they would, yeah. I, I think there would be some people out like, there. Like, sure. everyone has their price. And, like, I, I'm i just saying. Yeah. Would I take it? I don't, I don't know. Because it's not, like, a situation I'm actually in. No, it's <laughs> like totally, I, totally I would, fictitious. It's, it, it would never happen. Um, and I would like to say that I would do the right thing and, and not do it. I'd like to think I'm of that standard, ethically, morally, but I don't know. I don't know until, like, I'm in those shoes in that situation. I don't know what I would actually do. Yeah. Someone made a really compelling case, like, oh, no, no, we won't kill you. Yeah, we don't do that. That's just, that's for, that's for other people. You can miss all the putts you want. And they made they made it really, you know, a really convincing case about that, you know. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. But um I'm not I'm not gonna sit here up on, you know, a cloud of you know holiness and and look down on Phil like he's some sort of major sinner for even contemplating this. But I will say that yeah, it wasn't wasn't really, you know, a good move on his part. He's Strocking down. Yeah. He's uh he's got he's got some making up to do, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell, right? Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, to be honest, though, like there's nothing really wrong with 
you know, another league, you know, competition for the PGA Tour. The issue really is the fact that that Saudi league is being, you know, run by, you know, the government by, you know, some really... By a corrupt government. Yeah. Where, like, the PGA Tour is not run by the United States government. You know, it's not part of... You know, yeah, that United one's State... run by cor- that's what that one's run run by a corrupt corporation. Right, exactly. It's not a corrupt government. It's right. two completely different two things. Two completely different things. That's right. We love capitalism in this this country. So corrupt corporations, they're just fine in our books. <laughs> yeah, this is America. <laughs> yeah. I mean we have a corrupt government, but they're just not running the PGA tour. Right, right. Or any golf tour that we know of. Not, yeah, that we know of. Maybe they run a presidential golf tour. Maybe. All the, all the former presidents. <laughs> yep, yep. So we'll see about good old Phil. But, uh, yeah, I, um, we got a little Arnie, Arnie Palmer coming up this week. Yeah. Oh, Arnie's. Great drink. Great drink. Especially not as, good, uh, not as good as John Daly's. Yeah, especially if you uh, you spike it a little bit. Uh, I uh, I know that firsthand. <laughs> like I said, it was a little rough for me last Saturday, <laughs> but uh, I think I think I'll lay off this Saturday, even though or this weekend. I think maybe I'll just go for the straight Arnold Palmer's this weekend. Yeah. Stick with that. Stick with that. So it's my pick. Yeah, you're so first up, first pick, Arnold Palmer Invitational, Goodfield, Bay Hill, Florida. Oh, I haven't picked him in a while. I'm gonna. Oh, uh, it's, it actually has been a while, but he's he's played well here before. Uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory. Rory McIlroy. Rory had some choice words for Phil. Yeah, he did. You know, I've, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Rory. I feel like he's, he's really, kind of, taken like a leadership role on the PGA Tour, and really, you know, he's yeah, not, he's, well, he's, he's not like, player. yeah, but but he's like he's he he always seems to like say the right things, and. And always like seems to, and he's not like shy. Like you know, this is Phil Mickelson we're talking about, right? Yeah. Rory doesn't care. Rory's like, I, yeah, that was that was dumb. He was dumb. <laughs> I well, mean, yeah, he, I'm paraphrasing he here. Bars to say, yeah, just ignorant, yeah, really naive. I mean, yeah, and, like, then, so, and so I mean, but Rory has enough tournaments to say those things. Yeah, I mean, but he's he's also no Phil Mickelson. He's no. You know, Tiger Woods is, you know, it's a, it's a different, you know, those guys are kind of almost like heroes of Rory's generation. Yeah, different generation. But no, I do, I agree with the point that, you know, Rory just, he's, seems to be well spoken and yeah. says, says well thought out comment. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're usually what I would agree with him on point. So, yeah. Um, that yeah. means it must be right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like like he said, I yeah, I, I just think he's he's very well spoken. Whatever he says, whatever side he's taking, you understand why he's taking it. 
you understand where he's coming from. And even if you don't necessarily agree with it, like you understand, like he's, he's just, he's, he's, he's an intelligent guy. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. So did you buy yourself enough time to uh, make a pick? No, I was busy talking. All right. Um, Speaking of picks, I'll give you one more second. Um, you, know, <laughs> you see Zach Johnson? They announced oh, the, yeah. the new Ryder Cup captain for Italy 2023. Yeah. Next year. Play over in Rome. Uh, he's got yeah, he's got some big shoes to fill. Um, well, yeah. Of course. S- I mean, Steve Stricker. But, I mean, Coming off the win, now we got to go overseas like, and get it like done. Like the biggest win ever. Like just a record win. But it's it's at home. You're expected to win. Now it's on the road. But we sure. do have a super supremely talented group. Yeah. Um. And so he, but no, of course he's got big shoes to fill. But if it's on the road, it's always like, oh yeah, well, you're not supposed to win on the road. Yeah, you don't have you don't have as much pressure, for sure. Yeah. If you um, lose at home, I mean, granted, yeah. you're right. I mean, it was the biggest Ryder Cup win ever. But yeah. if you we were to lose at home that would have been oh yeah that would have been bad it would have been bad but he does have Steve Stricker as like a vice captain so yeah I think he's he's got something there yeah he's uh alright okay enough enough dilly dallying here yeah let's make a pick I'll say let's make a pick I think we're gonna go with um Man, kind of stuck in between guys, but we're gonna go. We're gonna go with uh, with an oldie but a goodie. We're gonna go with uh, Jason Day. Okay, and then uh, for your dark horse. For my dark horse, we are going to go. Oh man, we'll go with. Ah, I went. Oh man! Once again, I'm in between guys. I don't know who I want. What do I want? You know what? We'll go with. Um, we'll go with. We'll go with Mark Leishman. Does he okay. count as a dark horse? Nah. What's if he doesn't, I, I can pick a different person. Where is where is Mark? He's thirty seven. So yeah. Yeah, he's that's a dark horse. Yeah. All right, all right. Cheerio. Um. I'm gonna go Paul Casey. Oh, all right. Uh. Man, he's getting he's getting up there. He's he's forty gonna be forty five this year, but uh he's number twenty seventh in the world and um, He can put together a good tournament. Yeah. For Shizzle. Um and then for my trunk slammer. Uh alright, I'm gonna go Greg coach or cock as they sometimes 
This is a family show. Might stay, depending on what part of the country you're pronouncing it in. It's got... It is quite the profile picture. Yeah. Some tall hair he's got. I'm almost jealous, but... I love how his shoulders are cut off. (laughs) He's going to get all the hair in. (laughs) Oh, man. That's a good one. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with... uh, Where was he? Where was he? Uh, Saw him. Where, Where is he? Oh, there he is. Uh, Denny McCarthy. Any particular reason? He's got a large forehead, man. Maybe it's a five head. Might be. Might be. All yeah. right. I feel like it's going to make him be off balance or something. Making me off balance. Yeah, yeah. All right. I got uh, Rory McElroy for my uh, best man. My uh, dark horse is Paul Casey, and my trunk slammer is Greg Koch. Oh, man. I got Jason Day as my big man, Mark Leishman as my dark horse, and Denny McCarthy. Slam of the trunk come Friday afternoon. So. There it is. There it is. Those are our picks. We'll hopefully be back next week to recap them, unless something happens. <laughs> Hopefully not. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time, whenever that may be, hopefully next week. (laughs) Until then, signing off, Nick. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. (laughs) I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too.